We're Bottled Fuchsia. And welcome to our Game of the Year podcast. We're uh, going to talk about our favorite games from 2018. That's the year we're in, right? Yep. No. I time... That's the year the games are in. Yes. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. It will forever be in that year. <laughs> we're in 2019. We aren't. Yeah. So we're going to go around and do some personal lists uh, for our own top tens, give some awards, and then at the end of all of this, we are going to make a list as a group and put it in order, and everyone's going to want to murder each other. Hasn't ended our friendship yet. No, not yet. Uh, we <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Uh, so with that, let's go. <laughs> Nanders, why don't you give us your awards and top games of 2018? All right. Um, I'm going to start off with my categories. Um, so most feels I want to give to Return of the Oberdin. The music in that game and the way they set up scenes and the actual voice acting that was done, um, I thought was really effective for conveying the emotion. Um, some of the beats in that game were just really good. Uh, I guess we don't need to spoil it right now, but it goes from like a very slow, quiet scene to the world ending, basically. And like it's really intense. It actually gave me goosebumps, so... Just want to shout that out because I don't think I don't know if anyone else will talk about that game. Um, biggest disappointment: uh, a few other people have mentioned it, but Sea of Thieves. That game does what it does so so well, and the fact that there's just not enough of it to go around is just sad. Um, funniest: there's a game called Chuchel, and that game is just I don't know funny. Uh, I was chuckling a lot while playing that game. Yeah. It's it's just silly and cute and fun. It is a. It's kind of hard to describe what that is. You're you're like this little funny animated character who's just wild and crazy. Like I know that I feel like those adjectives kind of get overused, but like the the humor in that is very random and and just like wild and wacky things and like. But it's super cute and it's. Um, it seems like it didn't really get a whole lot of attention that it should have. Like, had I heard about it before reading a lot of other sources Game of the Year things, it definitely probably would have been on my list. But as it were, it's just sort of, oh man, like I, this came out. and Yeah, it, it was totally under my radar too yeah. until um, I forget if you spotted it or if I did and immediately it was just like oh that that looks like something we should play yeah somebody so. described it as as being loco roco-esque and loco roco's somewhere on my list of of all-time favorite games i was like holy crap like how did this yeah exist so yeah it's it's very good everyone should go play it's relatively short and it's just fun um prettiest game god of war uh that game uses color i think better than a lot of other games do because it is like a bleak and frozen wasteland. So when you come across like one of the murals in the game and it uses a whole lot of color, it really stands out more than if it were a bright and colorful world and this were just another piece of it. Um, I think a lot of the design in that game is just really awesome too, as far as the way the axe looks, especially as it gets upgraded. Um, yeah, that, that game's just very pretty. So Most Addicting is actually kind of a weird one for me. Uh, it's Far Cry 5, which is a game I hadn't even intended on buying. Um, and I'm actually just starting a new game plus run through of that game. 
and Brady and I played most of that game co-op. Yeah. And then we also played a whole bunch of the like side DLC integrated workshop content. So that game is very, very fun and I should play less of it so I could play other things, <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, best early access. So we've been playing a lot of Deep Rock Galactic lately. That game's really fun. I cannot wait to see where that goes because it it could use a little bit more in there, but I'm still really enjoying it, even after all the hours we've spent in it. Um, the one that got away, Hitman 2. I really love the Hitman franchise. As far as gameplay goes, I think the story is kind of dumb at times, depending on which you know telling of the story it happens to be, but you can't beat those games these days for that style of gameplay of like a mix of stealth and then when stuff goes wrong because it will because i'm not that good at stealth uh you can get away with just shooting everything and like running out the door uh, but i'm really sad i never got to hitman 2 this year and the flamingos yeah i i need to get that game just so i can see the flamingo exit because that's amazing sounding <laughs> uh the of course i'd rebuy that so there is an enhanced updated slightly version of system shock this isn't like the complete remake that's hopefully going to come out next year this is just like an hd version of the original so everything is upscaled and looks exactly how i remember pretty much which is kind of wild considering how old that game is but um i'm probably halfway through a run through of that and i look forward to finishing that when i can find the time um shame as everyone at this table can attest to we talk a lot about PUBG. We've played a lot of PUBG, and oh. I had to cut the cord this year and actually uninstall it from my PC to keep myself from playing it because we were in a cycle. We were in a cycle this year of like I'd come home from work, we'd make dinner, uh, and then like there were usually at least three other people looking to play PUBG, so we just get a game going. And we'd play till, like, midnight, and I'd keep saying, like, okay, I can do, like, one more game, and then we do really well, and I'd be like, all right, we got to do one more, because we'll chicken dinner, or we do really bad, I'd be like, okay, well, that one doesn't count. Um, so just to be able to get to other games this year, I had to near stop Thank myself. I 98%ed I, I, I near, so there's only so much you can do there. Um, PUBG got real gross this year. It did, which is another reason why I was okay letting it go. I, I, I don't know. I take issue with being the shame just because I, I feel like it's the exact opposite for me. Like, I have no shame. I still fucking love that game. Like, that's... I, it's Still, if people were like, hey, you want to get... You know, want to play? And I'd be like, fuck yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Still. And, and I, I should say, I'm not using shame in the traditional sense. It's not a bad game. I, despite what some people at this table will say. It's not a bad game. Bad game. It's just that... Kind of I, I we describe this category a lot of times as no one should play or no one should know I played this as much as I do because I easily put a hundred hours if not more into PUBG this year and like I'm the person that likes to play every single game there is and you can't really have a game that you play for a hundred yeah. hours every <laughs> single fucking year and also play every video game there is like it doesn't work you, so yeah I it, something had to give and I had to stop myself so. That that is why I got that award. I, I yeah, makes it's a complicated one. Um, that beat though, Tetris Effect. I I'll talk about that game later. That game's <laughs> great. Um, best multitasking game is Destiny Two. Um, not Warframe for once because I've started to get into 
uh, I'll just talk about, uh, jump around a little bit and talk about now, best ongoing game I gave to Warframe. I'm kind of at the high end of Warframe now, like the end game stuff where I need to actually be able to concentrate. So what I used to do is I'd toss on like a Netflix movie and then I'd be playing Warframe at the same time and, you know, kind of half paying attention to both. I actually need to think about what I'm doing now or I will get my ass handed to me. Um, so Destiny actually became my multitasking game because up until last week I didn't have Forsaken, so I was kind of capped. So I was just playing that every once in a while just to, like, wander around those worlds and, like, mess around with stuff. So, um, Future's Bright. I put Wadam on there again because, <laughs> God damn it, it'll come out someday <laughs> and, like, it's going to be great, guys. Trust me. Um, but until that day happens, it'll be on my list for that. Um, finally, the I'm sorry I fucked up, what, whatever we're going to call this, the I should have played this last year. Um, I don't, I didn't put anything in there. Uh, next year, I will probably end up putting something in there. But I did. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> right now, it, I'm kind of at a point where I have pretty much played everything. And I was like, okay, like, I see what they did there. But I've been trying to make a concerted effort that if John especially says to me, like, you should really play this game now. So that I put some hours into it. Um, Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Which, after that incident, um, I've been trying to do better. So, uh, getting into my top ten list, I'll probably cut out all that stuff about blood. Um, let's see for all the podcast listeners if you know what I'm talking about still. Uh, so, at number ten, I have the Red Strings Club. Uh, this was a game that Conman had originally recommended to me and said, like, hey, you should probably check this out. You like cyberpunk stuff, right? So, I ended up buying it, and I've played about half of it so far, and I really enjoy it. Um, but, yeah. Do you want to comment? No, I also, like, it's actually not on my list because I've only played halfway through it. And then Conman's like, it's a three-hour game. How do you not? Yeah. And I... Because I started it two days ago. Like, it, I started it the night before I left for New York. It was, it was so. three hours only because I played a half hour and then restarted it because I wanted to do something else. So it's not that long of a game. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not. It's just something about it. I, like, I haven't sat down to go back and, and replay it. So I just find it funny that both of us are like, it's great, yeah. but I'm only halfway through. Yeah, so it, it, it's a good game. One of the things I really like that it does, um, one of the mechanics in the game is like you're mixing drinks for people and you have to try and match the drink to their emotions. Mm-hmm. And the first time I did it, I was like, I, like, I kind of know what the <laughs> bottles do after experimenting, but I didn't really know. If you look at the labels on the bottles, they actually have arrows built into all the labels so you can tell what direction it's going to move the emotions in. And... I just think that's a really cool design. I also did not know that until I finished the game. Okay. Really? Yeah, I picked it up wow. way too way too late. Oh man. Yeah, I'm dumb. There you go. Subtle design choices. Yeah, it it was neat how it it's not necessarily like a mechanic. They never explain that or anything. It's just sort of you notice like oh like there's a triangle kind of like pointing this way. Yep. And like oh that that translates to movement. In this like direction. Within the, like, the little mini game of, with the mixing of the, yeah, yeah, trying to like match up to their emotion, which is like a grid system sort of. Um, I noticed it on one of them, and then I kind of figured like, well, if they have it on one, they probably have it on the other three. I just need to look closely. So that's a cool game, though. I, I recommend that. It's it's worth the it's worth your time. Um, at number nine, I have the game that no one else is going to talk about. So this will be the only time. Uh, Shooty Fruity. It is a game where you're working at a grocery store evil fruit and vegetables are attacking you and you have guns that come on like an assembly line sort of thing over your head you have to grab the guns and then you have to either bag groceries 
put groceries in a chute for an order and then like send them out or pick up the right items and put them onto a tray of food that moves down like a conveyor belt line. And <laughs> that, that, that know, game's really fun. That, yeah. Yeah. It, I forgot that I tried that this year. Was that a VR game? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, the, I think that was actually the one you were playing when you started feeling ill uh, the one day you were over here. So uh, that I know that was food poisoning, so that doesn't count. But that game's fantastic. Uh, if anyone out there listening has VR, I highly recommend grabbing that. It's like 20 bucks or something, and it's one of the best v- things I've seen in VR, and I don't think anyone else is like talking about it because it looks like another just gallery shooter, but this other element of like, you have to do this task that's repetitive as you're making high precision shots. And then your guns actually fall apart when you run out of ammo. And there's a whole system where the more of the like mundane tasks you do, the better guns will come down. You can build custom loadouts. It's, it's a really neat game. So that's my piece on that. Um, number eight, Far Cry. It's that low, even though I loved it so much because the story is just stupid as hell. And like, uh, Brady can probably talk about this too, but like there's there's a way that it puts you into story missions by like they hit you with a tranquilizer arrow and captured you and now you're in a story mission. Yeah, like you were flying a plane. Yeah. And someone with a bow and arrow <laughs> shot <laughs> you and now you're kidnapped. Yep. It's it's really forced. That was one of the, the big drawbacks of that game, I think. Yeah, we were actually flying in a helicopter playing co-op the one night. And we were like way high up, like running away. And it's like, and a guy comes on the radio, is like, hit him with the trank bullets. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, both our screens start fading out. We thought the game crashed because we're like, huh. there's no way in hell they hit us in this helicopter. But uh, yeah, it's just the limitation of that game. Um, at number seven, Vermintide 2, it's more Vermintide. It looks prettier. It hmm. The systems are better. It's more fun. Um, we need to go back and play more of that. That's all there is to be said about that. There's expansions now, I think. Yeah, there are. Oh. Yeah. And Ooh. I think they added some new mechanics, too. Uh, and they they fixed how loot works. So I think it works better. So I would love to go back. Number six. Um, so I should say from six to one, I have reordered this list probably 100 times in the last few weeks. <laughs> so, like, take six up with a grain of salt. These are all fabulous games yeah if you bought any of these and play them you will you will not be disappointed um number six spider-man i really liked it i think some of the like side quest missions get really repetitive or they don't really explain like what they want you to do or they're just kind of like lame some of the science ones i think are a little out there like <laughs> you have to go and stop the building from exploding by shooting like air grates with your web like okay. how much smog can peter ingest into his lungs <laughs> and he's fine afterwards like don't worry about it hey spider-man the worst was like there's a floor and a ceiling that you have to like swing between like you can't go too high or low or you'll die because it'll like electrify your suit oh, yeah that mission is the worst in the game um so it has its flaws uh, number five frostpunk everyone said it before it's a uh, depressing game I've been having a lot of fun because I decided that, no, I'm going to fuck this game and just hack it. So I've been using Cheat Engine on it, and I still keep losing a lot. So How are you losing with Cheat Engine? Like, what are you doing? Uh, so I give myself, like, as... Get wrong. <laughs> yeah, I basically <laughs> make up a backstory. I know it's, like, headcanon stuff, but I'll make up a backstory of, like, okay, I'm going to give myself, like, 20,000 wood. Okay. And then, like, there's certain objectives where it's, like, you need to hit this rate of collection... So even with that much of a resource, uh, if you fuck up the collection, right, right, you just don't make it. So I think that game's awesome. 
highly recommend that. Uh, at four, Return of the Oberdin. The only reason this isn't higher is because it does have, I like a wall that you'll hit sometimes of like you cannot solve a murder for the longest time, and that's just frustrating. And you have to spend a lot of time just like backtracking and trying to figure out what you missed. I think that's kind of a flaw. If they had like a better system to jump around, I think that would be way better. Um, it is what it is, though. That game is fantastic, though. The score is amazing. It looks super cool. Um, number three, Tetris Effect. That game's great. Like, they made a great Tetris. I know Tetris is a great game just by itself, but the presentation on that thing is amazing. I look forward to that coming to Steam VR in theory someday so that I can experience it there. I don't know that that's going to happen, mm. but you can keep yeah. hoping. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. If not, it, it's fine. You know, how's luminous in VR? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I've, I'm hopeful, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, You're gonna end up with a PSVR. Yeah, I really don't want one though. I know. You're yeah. gonna end up with one though. <laughs> Maybe I'll borrow one. I don't want to buy one. A anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, great game. Go play it. Uh, number two, Dead Cells. Everyone else has already talked about it. I'm sure Brady's gonna at least touch on it. Probably. It might be somewhere on my. Brady list. touches Maybe. a lot of things. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that game's great. I'm horrible at Dead Cells. I still can't get past the boss on the bridge because I got fairly far on PC and then restarted by playing it on Switch. And now I'm back up almost to the point where I was on PC, but not quite. So I just need to put more time into it. It's, it's worth the uh, investment. Yeah. Yep. It, it's just fantastic. Also, like I said, I think they patched it and it, it, I feel like it's easier Maybe I'm wrong, but they may have rebalanced some things. Maybe just got better suddenly. Yep. Well, Father, all I had to do, to all I had to do was put it down for three months, and then <laughs> the the run was waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So I did the same thing. Like John said, he beat it, and I was like, oh, I gotta go back and beat it now. And I was um, in the middle of a run, apparently, like on the last level, and hadn't played for at least a few months, uh, and I beat it on that run. <laughs> Like I assume they balanced some stuff or changed some things. Like I didn't even have. A good or we're just that out. good. Yeah. Are you both playing on PC? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm I playing played on... a little of the Switch version. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I felt like I was doing a lot better on PC than Switch. I don't know if it, I feel like it has slowdown or something. Maybe, but there is slowdown on the Switch. Is there? Yep. Maybe that's it. But maybe I'm just bad. We'll see. Um. <laughs> then my screen turned off. Uh, and you forgot your number one game of the year? Like, <laughs> what game didn't I say yet? He did oh, say no. he mixed it around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number one game is God That's of War. That's weird that you said Doom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It didn't come out this year. Yeah. Well, um, the game that I was totally wrong about just says Doom written here over and over. <laughs> it says Doom only on Switch, though, if I'm on a train. I, okay. Um, so my number one game of the year is God of War. Um, I'm shocked by that i did not think i was actually gonna like that game going into it because i really didn't care for any of the old god of wars but i i don't know the mix of like it feels somewhere between like a bloodborne or a dark souls and a witcher and that's apparently a real sweet spot so i've played a lot of that game i've still not beaten it because i have i've been switching back and forth between story and side stuff to try and do everything but not just abandon the story for once because the story actually seems interesting in this one so yeah i again recommend go play that and that's it all right thanks Dan. Mm -hmm. 